Welcome back to the BMX in Our Blood, episode number 52. 52. Man, when I started this last October, after quite a bit of thought about whether I whether I wanted to do this because it's not something I'm particularly good at, but uh it seems to be working. We'll call it uh we'll call it part luck. You can decide what percentage of of it is luck. But uh anyway, thanks for listening. It's been it's been great and I appreciate all the responses for sure. So thank you Powers Bike Shop for stepping up a couple weeks ago and sponsoring the show. It helps offset the some of the cost of doing it and allows me to make some plans to take the podcast a little further uh geographically so I can interview some other people that are really had on my radar for a while so um so I definitely appreciate that Chad and I also appreciate Chad's generosity in sending out a giveaway weekly to a a listener that goes on to Chad's Instagram Powers Bike Shop Instagram watch for him to post up this week's podcast announcement and Tag a friend. It's that simple, and the giveaway may be yours this week. So uh, there's been some good ones in the past couple weeks, and that is just awesome. And also, the DIY Championship Jam is coming up on October 20th. Hopefully, I'll see you all there. And that's being put on by FBM and Powers Bike Shop. And it's so funny because I was attempting to record an intro to the podcast a couple times because it, it takes a couple runs sometimes to get it right. And while I was doing that, I just got a text from Steve. Something I couldn't really read it yet because I'm in, in the middle of recording, but uh, something about a 40 and over pump track race he wants me to uh, to have a hand in. So, so th- things are shaping up and I will be more than happy to help in any way for sure. So uh, I'll have to figure out what the head is after I, after I get done with this recording. But one last thing, I wanted to send a shout out to Weaslow on Instagram. Wish her the best as she heals up from a bit of a, a bit of a digger. She, uh, she's doing very, very well. She's back home now and I'm sure she will be riding again. And one more last thing, I am doing another run of the BMX in Our Blood t-shirts. So if you are interested, order on the bmxinourblood.com website and um, just order through there. It'll tell you exactly what to do. So anyway, thanks again. Thanks for listening. And I appreciate you all, as always. Have a great week. I've listened to a bunch of them too, so I... Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah, I know. A bunch of mine, so you yeah. know how crappy they are. No, they're pretty... <laughs> no, it's just like a... Yeah, Bongo! Yeah. <laughs> You've had a lot of really interesting people on, and they just, like, have really cool stories to tell, so it's like, you know, like... Right. Conversation is just there, you know? Yeah. I... Thank you. I appreciate that. I definitely choose them based on how I feel about the person whether there's some connection um, and sometimes there's not a connection but a friend will say this person's really cool you should talk yeah. to him and then um, you came up in my kind of thoughts I was I was scrolling through something and I follow you and uh, I had known that you had gotten hurt 
Oh, I know what it was. I saw Derek post that, that you may be here. So I was like, wait a minute. If it, nice, safe, safe, Ryan, safe. <laughs> that way uh so anyway when i saw derek said that you were going to be here I, I started looking more into you and i'm like I, I think i really like this guy but anyway so welcome to the bmx in our blood jamie i appreciate it very Thank cool you. to meet you yeah you as well how old are you uh i just turned 21 last, really last week wow yeah so you've had uh post high school you've had some you've had some fun years so far yeah had a couple years and i graduated when i was like 15 and then uh yeah, just been riding and like yeah. working since then. And uh, where do you work? Uh, I work for I work for a few different people, but I work for my dad mainly. Okay. And we make maple syrup. He, oh, he that's has a like, business, and uh, it's like me and him and a couple other people, and we yeah run that business and make maple syrup. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. So does that mean in the uh, in the springtime you're pretty much not available because you're constantly yeah, condensing? It's, it's like not there's not much riding going on that time of year, anyways, because it's like end of winter and yeah. it's just so muddy and wet and everything you right. know so yeah um yeah you know, that that time of year is just super busy for me and it's like when uh when do you start collecting you may as well talk about maple syrup i'd love to hear yeah. about that i've done it myself i've, oh, I've nice. done it off my own yeah, trees yeah. at my house yeah it's um, pretty straightforward you know my wife stopped me because we were doing um i was doing it on the stove and obviously it creates a ton of of uh condensation steam, so yeah. steam yeah so it was a little too much to do open in the yeah, house. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. Obviously, it's why you do it outside, right? Yeah. Well, we, yeah. we've got a big sugar house. We, yeah, it's a fairly large operation, actually. My dad set up in just in the past, like, 20 years or so. Really? Yeah, so it's he he's, just kind of got into it. I mean, he's been doing it his whole life. He's done it since he was my age. Really? Uh, even younger, really, but uh, just set up with a new operation. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, I saw in one of your posts, I saw, I mean, he was geared up, or you guys are geared up with stainless steel tanks. Like, you, yeah. you've you got, like, a we're, full... So we're certified organic, so we have a whole, like, um, we have to get an inspection every year of our yeah. sugar house, and there's all these regulations right. so that we can call our syrup organic. You know, there's nothing that you can really do to make syrup to make it non-organic. Right. Um, so it comes from those trees, you know, right. and then you just boil it down. It's, you're not adding anything to it or anything like that, but um, there's all these regulations that you have to have to be organically certified. So. Yeah, I got you. So is it, um, does maple syrup actually benefit from being, adding preservatives at all? Uh, there's no Do people do it? No. I mean, not you. You wouldn't have preservatives, but. I don't think, uh, I don't know of anybody really doing that. It's all. It'll. It has a shelf life. A good shelf life is what yeah, I'm getting at. Yeah, you can it. You know, and it doesn't okay. mold or anything. You, you, if you drink it slow enough, you have to uh, like put it in the refrigerator, or whatever. Yeah. But it, and then, or else it'll get a little mold on it. But right, right. It doesn't go bad or anything. I got you. Yeah. Um. So, you're in Vermont, right? Yep. Uh, how far up? Uh, not very far. I'm like 15 no. minutes into Vermont from Massachusetts. Oh, okay. And then I'm, you know, like 10 minutes from New Hampshire or something. Okay. So. All right. Well, that blows all the questions I had, so we're pretty much done. <laughs> now, I thought you were up uh, Burlington Way. No, I was so, a couple hours away from there. But. I think some people mentioned Burlington, and obviously Burlington's pretty far north of you. That's got to yeah. be th two, three hours maybe? Yeah, it's like two and a half hours. And you... Um, 
Do you have other family besides your father? Um, yeah, I live with, well, I, we all have our own houses, but we are all, all on the same property. Oh, okay. So, uh, I rent a cabin from my parents on the property that used to be my uncle's cabin, and then my dad and my mom have a house, and then my sister and her boyfriend are building a cabin currently. Nice. So, they can stay in there now, and we all have, like, our own little spot on the hill, but... That's sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow. <laughs> That'd be close, but also get to have your own space. And... Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like uh, you and your dad are really close. Yeah. Which is which is awesome. Yeah, I... he was, like, super supportive of BMX my whole childhood, and mm-hmm. was the guy who brought me to the park every weekend and drove all right. over the place and worked yeah. at Woodward when I was really young. Uh-huh. I first went there and did all that, so... He worked at Woodward? Yeah, he was a driver. He used to drive the kids to the hospital and like pick oh, them no up way. from the airport and stuff. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow, because that was his downtime was summer? Yeah, so he you know, like has spring where he's super busy. And then when I grew up, he hayed every summer. Right. But then by that point, he was kind of slowing down with the haying. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so it worked out. He'd take a couple weeks off and go down to Woodward with me. And oh, he was always really into all the Amish people and like made friends with all the farmers who were oh, surrounding. Oh, totally. And would, yeah. He, uh, and they're doing everything manually, right? Well, he used to do that. He used to sugar with horses and log with horses. And he had a few teams of horses throughout his life. So he was like really into it and just loved going and like watching that. Wow. I think he misses it a lot. But <laughs> When did you start gaining respect for what he was doing? And realizing, like, wow, this is really tough. Like, he's doing some really, yeah, like, labor-intensive, like, a lot of thinking. uh, I went to a pretty cool high school, and I think during high school I kind of started appreciating everything and, like, the lifestyle that my family lives and everything. Right, right. So, yeah, he, um, with all that going on, like, how did you even find BMX? I know there's a track not too far from you. A racetrack. It used Never to be. Never even raced or anything. I really just, I grew up riding mountain bikes and there was like this mountain bike camp that this guy, Dak Woods, ran and I did that and just loved it. And there was a half day and a full day and I would do both of them every year and like just do as much as I could and always wanted to jump. Yeah. And you know, uh, he rode BMX and back in the 80s and the 90s, told me about BMX and like got me to get a bike and oh, like, okay. and then kind of just went to the parks, met a few guys and mm-hmm. uh, it goes from there, you know, you meet a few people, they tell you yeah. another park, and then you go to right. It's more that your friends were riding BMX bikes, and you were riding, uh... Yeah, Drew! Not even, um, there wasn't really very many friends. Um, I kind of was like, I started riding when I was like 10, or, you know, like, got, really got into it. Like BMX bike or a mountain bike? BMX bike. Oh, okay, I thought you had a, BMX, or a mountain bike first, that's what No, I out. did, yeah. Okay. So I rode mountain bikes whenever I got a bike, and then I right. went a bike, and it was like you got a mountain bike, and yeah. had a mountain bike, and that was awesome. And then, yeah, eventually got a BMX bike. Got like by the time I was like ten or eleven, got like I was on an eighteen inch that actually like fit me and was yeah. could actually ride a little bit. And, um, yeah. When did you start going to Woodward? I think you had said something about it, but not maybe not the year. I, I didn't hear the year anyway. How old were you? Uh, I was probably like eleven or twelve. I was going when I was pretty young. Um, and you were a BMX camper, so... Yeah. Well, so I met these twins, Ian and Dylan Bregenhan. Okay. And they basically were, like, the dudes that I hung out with through my whole childhood. And yeah. they would split wood every summer, or, like, in the spring, right. to be able to go to Woodward during the summer. Oh, no way. Their parents would have them, like, split cords of wood. And then um, my dad heard about it, because those were the guys that I was riding with, like, sure. on a regular basis. And 
who wouldn't want to go ride bikes for a week at some camp, but that's what it's meant to do. That's yeah. A little kid's dream, so. Oh, that's so awesome. So, it's, I'm, I was so ready for you to tell me before you told me that you went to a really cool high school that, uh, that maybe, <laughs> we, we got wreckage in front of us. <laughs> um, I was almost ready to ask you if you were homeschooled because. No. I will. I switched schools around homeschool for half a year. Just, yeah, you know. You um, did try half a year of it, though. Yeah, I just really wasn't doing well at other school. I was, you know, wasn't very good at school. I just yeah. kind of like had a lot of energy. Just wanted to be yeah. out, like playing, doing other things, you yeah. know. And, but so you did that. That kind of uh, structured schooling was was more beneficial to you because you're kind of. Yeah, I mean, my parents had jobs too. It was like pretty inconvenient for them. So on top of the farming, your your dad well, was working also. Uh, in a no, personal... my dad does. My dad sugars year round. Right. It's enough work for him, and we have a lot of other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, split all our firewood and log and thin. And uh, he's okay. been expanding and making this whole big operation. Yeah. So he's had a lot of work to do in the summers. But my mom's a nurse, so she has her summers off. Oh, okay. She has a job every day, you know. School nurse. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's pretty cool. So. So Woodward kind of uh, pushed the BMX, advanced it a little more for you? I was pretty into it already by the time I was going to Woodward. Okay. You know, I, yeah. I knew I liked it. What were you able to ride in Vermont? Or did you have to travel to get to a park that may be in Massachusetts? Yeah, so like Keene Skate Park was like 30 minutes away from me, and that's where okay. I met Ian and Dylan Bridgman. And so oh. that was like my local park, like some older dudes there who were like killing it and like yeah. pretty good. And local legend guys and uh yeah i rode there for a long time and then there was the greenfield skate park for a while mass yeah greenfield mass okay so I found out about that one like went down there and yeah it was just so good and there was a big enough scene there at the time people riding so so no one really from town like you you had to get yeah. to a park to to catch up with friends that rode yeah kind of and i mean at that point i was just a little kid and i just like showed up to the park and just loved riding my bike and just yeah. ride with whoever was there and yeah Met, you know, met, you meet people like that. Yeah. Just, yeah. So we won't get too far ahead yet, but what flipped the switch that all of a sudden you're going like big, or are we just seeing it when it was already happening? Now we're just seeing it because now you're you're more recognizable, or I don't know. I, just, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say there's any time that my riding's really like changed too much. I think mm-hmm. it's just kind of been a natural progression. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've always just like loved riding and just pushing it and like trying to ride the best you can and you know try crazy stuff and sure. It's just, it's the did, best. <laughs> no land. Did, uh, yeah. did it did it help with the friends that you were meeting up with in in Keene? Yeah, yeah. Ian and Dylan they'd bring me everywhere with them. You yeah. know, like every weekend we'd ride somewhere and I'd catch them after school and sure. Um, they're really really good riders. Some of like. Still to my day, I think some of the best riders I know. That's awesome. Twin brothers, you know, they still. Um, and they just ride for fun. They don't. Yeah. I mean, they don't compete. They don't travel. They used to compete. They used to travel. They oh, they did. A, yeah, they had a, a part in AOTC. Oh, okay. Like the Boston Street video. Uh huh. They had a split part in that, and like, I don't know, put up some crazy videos. Ian won like a. I think he got second at Wicked Jam, some street contest. He's not even a street rider, like just oh, that's got funny. second at it, like and uh, oh, that's cool. So they were out there and stuff. Yeah, they 
they were riding pretty hard and like yeah. having fun for a long time and still are I'm slowed down but I actually been riding a lot more with them and hanging out a lot so yeah it's been awesome but, how, how much older are they uh, they're 25 and 6 and so, yes they got four, 4 years yeah you, they're a little older than me and uh, yeah those dudes have had such a big influence on me in riding and yeah. then they actually worked for my dad lived in our sugar house for a few years oh no way and yeah Dylan still works for us he and a machinist and yeah yeah but uh um, doesn't it seem like a lot of mechanically uh able people like um machinists it yeah, seems like really of, good guys like like clint rails comes to mind yeah you know, are from the northeast you know it it's it's almost like they're able to focus you know what i mean on that skill yeah. because we have you know long winters and a lot yeah, of downtime yeah. you gotta have other things to keep you going you can't ride bike all the time in new england so you gotta yeah come up with other things, so. well you know i will jump ahead one time for this question um and i'll uh i'll find it who who asked it but um why vermont like why why stay in vermont or do you even plan on plan on staying in vermont uh I don't know. Uh, just grew up there and mm-hmm. had like a re- lot of really close friends and a pretty amazing childhood. I think and, uh-huh. uh, it's a really beautiful place, and I live in a really like nice small town, and everybody's super nice, and you see everybody you know at the store, and it's yeah, it's such a cool community, and uh, definitely small sometimes. But getting to travel and ride, I think I kind of get like a break from that, and I get like you know thrown into a city for two weeks or something. Right large change of pace from like my everyday life and so you get a a nice bounce and um at the moment like i really enjoy trying to travel and put my money towards that and i think i have like a pretty cheap like easy place to live and um, so there's no reason to change anything if it's yeah if it's working like that right i mean i really i like all the stuff that i do on a daily basis and i like my lifestyle and all that sort of stuff so (laughs) That's the dude. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Zach. Um, so, I mean, as of now, you really have no reason to change your your home base, we'll say. Yeah. And, I mean, things it's kinda, change. It's kind of worked out pretty well. So, like, the past, since I finished school the past few years, it's, like, had a few injuries in the fall, past couple of falls. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, like just rehab and then winter and get back into riding and then sugar season happens and I kind of like works through that ride, you know, on right. when I can a few times a week. Yeah, in the next barn and rye and all yeah, those places. Yeah. Save up a bunch of money and then the past few summers I've been just like trying to travel as much as I can in the summer and make as many events and which, whatever as I can. Which is really cool. And by the way, that question was from Ryan Martin. I don't know if you know Ryan yeah. Martin. But, yeah. Okay. So he asked that question of, uh, do you ever foresee yourself leaving Vermont? Um, but, you know, you're 21. You have so much time yeah, I'm, to I decide mean, where you really want to be. In fact, you never have to decide really yeah. where you want to be. Right now it works out. I mean, I like it there a lot. I love it. And it's definitely like my home. Like, you know, lived on the same property my whole life. And it's a and, pretty special place, but I don't know. And it sounds like family's important to you. Yeah. And... I'm not saying it's not out of the question or anything, but just sure. for now it's working. And <laughs> at some point, I might want, feel like I want to move somewhere, and if so, then yeah. take it as it comes. Yeah, I, I think that's good. 
there's no deadline. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't have to make any decisions. And I mean, so, like, we have a, through our sugaring business, we have, like, equipment, and, like, I build trails with that. So, like, I have, like, all these, you know, and we have a shop, and I have ramps at my house and all this stuff. So oh, okay. I have, like, this whole setup, and it's kind of like... Wait a minute. You're not gnarly Marley, are you? No. <laughs> I'm just, no. No, I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. That was bound to come up. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, uh, Anyway, so you've got ramps at your house. Yeah, you've got, got ramp the ability to make jumps. Like, I got all this stuff that it's like if I live somewhere else, I'd have to give all those like my yeah, all that uh, up kind of yeah. So right now, I mean, you probably get a good five months or so of like good outdoor dirt riding. Yeah. If you with a little bit of traveling for it. Uh, and then ramp riding obviously extends a little bit further. Yeah. Because you don't have to worry about mud and all that. Um, I didn't realize you had the, all that at the farm, basically. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I just just started building trails last fall. Uh-huh. Didn't really ride too many too, like, trails that much before that. And mm-hmm. then uh, last fall was just home and kind of had friends who were doing it. And they brought me to everywhere and I just like, fell in love with it. It was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like one of the best ways to ride and a lot of us see you through the vans vans uh pro cup. How did you get into bull riding? Because you're really good at it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh I mean you you the way you tear ass around the bull is pretty impressive. So it's yeah, I think all the guys are impressive. Just the speed yeah, they go. The whole contest is nuts. Just getting to like be a part of those and just watch everyone at those and it's insane, you know, that level of riding and those dudes are just so precise and so exact and just have so much style. Yeah. I don't know, like, I find, it was kind of like a natural progression, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I suffered from, like, a back injury. Just my hips and everything was all pretty out of line and got really bad and sore, and I had to stop riding for a few months. That was like, two falls ago. Um, and when I got back into riding, I had to, like, take it pretty easy and, and just like road bowls and then that contest kind of popped up and there's a few bowls around me within like an hour and a half I've got some pretty good stuff to ride New Hampshire right? Uh, is well, there natural? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry what? Ludlow Vermont has mm-hmm. a, got a pretty cool park and it's like a mini ramp that's just bowled in on both sides mm-hmm. but it's got a lot of features and it's just I love that bowl it's like one of my favorite bowls it's just super straightforward but you know it's amazing mm-hmm. and then uh, Northampton Mass has a park, like a pretty good bowl, good stuff to it. And then there's a little bowl in Turner's Falls, Massachusetts as well. That's Western Mass, right? Yeah, it's all Western Mass. And that's all within an hour of me, so. Oh, wow. Um, I, I would have never guessed because, yeah. obviously, concrete parks are, I think, a, I'm a, well, from what I've seen, are a little harder to find than a prefab park. Like, prefab yeah. parks pop up everywhere, but... The Ludlow one, that's like all like sheet metal. It's like wooden sheet metal, but they have a bowl. It's all oh. DIY built by the skaters. It's awesome. It's got a few dudes who really care about it and take really good, like really good care of it. So. And you had to make friends with them and give them maple syrup and stuff and <laughs> yeah. just tell them to let you or ride like, well, there. I, I won't peg bit. it. I won't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I went there with all my friends. Friends from school skated, so I'd go there with them. That's when I started going there a bunch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I'd go there with them, and I'd, like, skate, hang out with all the skaters, make friends with them, and hop yeah. on the bike, and then once you're already friends with them, they don't really care, and they're usually psyched anyways, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, if they're, if they're into 
skating and well, I think most skaters do appreciate BMX to some yeah. extent. So I'm sure once they saw you ride, they were probably pretty psyched. Yeah, you know, it's pretty cool to have a guy that can one really. Of the dude started giving me shit one time because like, you know, you put a lot more stress on the ramps than we all do because I hit them higher and I was like, <laughs> like dude, let me know when the next work day is. Like, I'm, right, right, right. I'll be there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's funny. You got to blow this stuff off, right? Yeah. I mean, no hobby slash sport is without some drama. Yeah. You know, it happens. But it sounds like you you've been in a pretty like a comfortable atmosphere for a while, like pretty low key. Yeah. You know, not overly. The places you go probably aren't packed for the most part, especially yeah, in the winter. Yeah, you can actually go and ride when you show up to the park. You're not like yeah. dealing with people or anything like that. Um, yeah, and that's that's so awesome. Yeah. So. You can ride anything and have fun on it. There's no, like, yeah. you don't need great parks to be good at riding or, like... Right. You just gotta love it and spend time on your bike and have fun, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. And you're, uh, you say your dad's involved. Does he come watch you ride quite yeah, a little bit? definitely. Like, he used to take me everywhere and just was a huge part of it. Everybody was just as much friends with him as they were with me, you know? Oh, and that's it cool. pretty awesome. He used to... Uh, he jumped back when he was younger. Oh, did he? Yeah, so he kind of got the whole, like... Oh, so he's got the whole yeah. gnarly, like, fear, you know, control over fear type of Yeah, and he's done a bunch of really cool stuff in his life. And I really... Uh, my parents have been so supportive with everything and just, like, mm -hmm. I wanted to do it and would bring me to the places and before I even knew what I could, you know, before I could do it for myself and made it happen and just, like, yeah... My son doesn't listen to these, but I wish you would, because it's really hard as a parent to go from transition from bringing your son to parks and like being so into it and support it. My son surfs quite a bit, and he skates a little, but mostly surfs, which is a long car ride for us. It's yeah. like a two and a half hours to get to the closest break. As soon as he's he's 18 now, so. I'm not allowed to bring him, <laughs> you know. So it's hard because, you know, I totally appreciate where he's at at his age. And I, and I don't want to get, you know, in the way of him yeah. becoming a man. So, but I do miss it. Yeah. So it's got to be, it's got to be tough. He definitely, my dad, yeah, my dad is definitely a huge part of it. And, um, yeah, I think he misses it for sure. He made it down to the Woodward stop of the van thing. But, to come watch that and like mm -hmm. you know every once in a while we'll go ride and just like he'll take me somewhere we'll but you allow that to happen like you don't yeah. you don't hide it and say or not say anything not tell him what date you're going to Woodward because you're a man I mean you're old enough to just go when you want to go yeah. I think it's cool that that you uh, that you communicate like that and and don't get me wrong I I have no issue with my son it's more selfish that I'm like you know, I, I kind of really want to still be there, but yeah. you're 18 and I'm 48, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like I, I there was like, yeah, I went off by myself for a while and stuff, mm -hmm. but you know, yeah, I don't, you don't have people to ride with on a regular basis all the time, so mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, I want to go ride and my dad's down to go drive an hour and a half and hang out and like, right. do it with me and it's like that, that's someone to go ride with, you know, he knows everything and he can... Is he, is he the type of dad that, that lets you learn from your own mistakes or does definitely. he try to coach you a little bit as you go no he, he's definitely let me learn a lot I've, you know like oh man yeah he's I bought 
I work on cars and stuff, and he's helped me buy, like, work on a few cars and fix up a few cars, and he bought some cars that I really shouldn't have bought, and, you know, right. he let me buy it, and, mm -hmm. like, learn from my mistakes and deal mm -hmm. with it all, and, um, I don't know, I think once you actually know the reason why something, you actually learn the lesson as opposed to someone just telling you you always want to do it yeah. anyways, you know? Right. You gotta let people figure it out for themselves. <laughs> yeah. That's, um... You you hit on the same thing. I mean, I've 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 had to. My wife usually has to coach me on it, but you know, letting my son make his make his. Uh, oh, that's that's Big Al from Western Mass, right? Someday I'm supposed to go to this place to check it out. Like I know that it's like. Sweet, I went up there last year. It's not did you? Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. I mean, it's, actually, Derek and I are going to do something. Do something there, and actually, I could say it on this podcast, but we're going to do a uh, like a trail series. And oh, like, yeah, yeah. like interview guys at oh, each yeah. set of trails, which is cool. I think I may have even mentioned on one of the podcasts, but yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Nelly, nice Nelly. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome. That was perfect. James Nelly just pulled a jump over the wreck and made it through. Oh man. These guys, these guys are shredded. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I never said where we are. We're at Oakwoods Trails in, uh, oh, man, what town is this? I've lost track of towns. It's Oakwoods. I don't know. Yeah, it's Oakwoods. It's in Central Mass. That's all I know. Awesome guy. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Really fun jumps. Yep. Both Derek's and Dimitri, right? The the, the core, core of the group, right? Core of the trails. Definitely. And... I had my fun earlier. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Came out a couple of times earlier this year and already and rode this place. And Did you? It's fun that I don't get to ride right now, but... Yeah, well, you know, we can jump ahead. Um, why don't we just talk about that? Um, you recently were in uh, Malaga. You say Malaga, right? Malaga, yeah. Spain? Yeah. And were you riding a different spot than the Vans Bowl when you got hurt? Or? No, I was riding... It was actually the first day of official practice or whatever for the okay. contest mm -hmm. um, but yeah went down mm -hmm. pretty hard I guess and ruptured my spleen and had to get surgery and do the whole whole nine yards right right so so did they remove your spleen yeah they took it out okay I thought so but I didn't want to assume because I think once it's torn I don't think there's much you can do with your spleen right yeah I guess a lot of people they can rupture them and they'll heal they just give them like shots and it mm -hmm. helps but I seems like the recovery time for that seems longer and um, I don't know, I was, everybody spoke Spanish, and, like, I went in, and I was in kind of rough shape, I was, had, like, a lot of internal bleeding and whatnot, and, uh, they did the scans, and then they were like, we're gonna do surgery, and I was like, alright, you know. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of time to, not a lot of, to no, think about options. Pretty much right away, and mm. I got my staples in me, and... The finals just went off last weekend, right? Yeah. Okay. So I got out of the hospital the day before finals. And just in time to go watch the contest on Sunday, which was pretty sweet. Mm. I didn't even, you know, there's a lot of people I didn't even see because they had showed up, and I'd just been in the hospital the whole time. Right. But it was cool. I got to go watch and hang out. And they were all safe to see you, from what I saw. Of course they are. Yeah, I mean, it it's was, a. It was it's, amazing. But, um, that's what I love about those. Like everyone's, whether it be on the women's side or the men's side, everyone seems so in the Vans Cup series. And maybe with other ones, I don't know. But Vans Cup Series, everyone seems so tight. Like, they're all just 
pushing for each other. Yeah, that contest is great, honestly. Like, um, the people who put it on are amazing. Dennis McCoy and Jerry and, like, all those guys. Yeah. And uh, they just treat everyone right, and they just have such a fun atmosphere, and it's, like, the same group of dudes all over the place, you know? Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to make it to them all, and you just show up to these random spots, and you start seeing all your friends everywhere. And, right. You know, you saw them two months ago, some totally different place. Right. Everyone's just riding bikes, having a good time, and they keep it pretty light. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's it's perfect, and I, and and obviously they have a good idea. Of, you know, they they have their finger on the pulse of what's going on at BMX, and they're yeah. they're definitely. they're definitely doing it right. And I think it's yeah. what BMX needs for it sure. It's, it's amazing. I, it's super awesome to see people just like you know, like Corey Walsh. He did like the craziest transfers ever in Spain. I and saw his it. Line was nuts, and yeah, I think he probably didn't even take any limbs off his bike he right was, like second in the contest or third you know like and he's just back into it from an injury yeah and it's like they really value bike control and style and like creativity and like yeah but it's it's not about flares it's not about no it's about yeah it's just about riding bikes having a good time who's killing it the most it doesn't matter right. what you can do it's mm -hmm. yeah it's it's been fun to watch um I, I try to watch what I can of the series, and uh, especially on the women's side. I mean, they're yeah. the women are killing it. They're it's killing it. They have equal prize purses too this mm. year in Huntington, and right, which Vans doesn't have to do because it's not a sanctioned event. Yeah, but it's their own event, and they're they doing it because you know they want to push women's riding and they want to make it happen. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Progression in that contest, even in the past two years, is insane. You know, like. Mm. The ladies are out there and they're killing it. It's awesome. Definitely. I, I believe uh, Paris won, right? Yeah. And it, it was wild because I was watching the qualifiers and then I guess qualifying rounds. And and it was like, oh, all right, they look, they, they look really good. But you could almost tell they were holding back a little bit. Well, that and then all of a sudden finals yeah. came and it was like, whoa. It was like a completely different rider. They just unleashed. Yeah, it's awesome. It was, it was crazy, and as well as the men. more and more they do, the, every contest, if somebody does something that's, like, new and different, mm -hmm. or, like, it's awesome to see that just progress, the riding progress from contest to contest. And mm. Well, big shout-out to VNs, because they're doing yeah, it right. They are killing it. <laughs> yeah. I'll go out on a limb here and say it's, like, probably the most universally accepted series going on that just everybody, everybody loves yeah. it. Yeah, like, everyone's having a lot of It's open, it's, like... Regional qualifiers, you know, open qualifying. Mm -hmm. Anyone can show up. Anyone can ride it. Like, right. if you want to ride, that's what I did. That's how I got into it. I just showed sure. up in Mexico and like rode the regional qualifier and qualified and yeah. made it in, rode pro contest and like You're anyone can show up and do it. <laughs> so you didn't. Even, so the first time you've been doing it for two years, right? The Vans Cup. Yeah, just series. About. I mean, this was your second series. Yeah, the first one I rode was in Mexico last year, mm -hmm. and I rode the qualifier there. Yeah, um, uh, Guadalajara, something Guadalajara. like that. Yeah, okay. Exactly, craziest park ever. It's mm -hmm. huge. It's like four bowls that aren't even meant to be ridden as one. Oh my god! <laughs> like let you. But you make it work. Yeah, it's just it's awesome. Wow. Um, so you started in Mexico. That's yeah. a that's a pretty incredible choice. Yeah. Well, it was the only qualifier that was in like uh, the continent you know <laughs> so 
because so, Woodward they they didn't have last year. They or? added that in later that year, mm. but it wasn't announced at that point. I got you. So I had to go out to the West Coast for my sister's graduation that year. So I went out for that, and then, well, then just she was going to school in Washington, so I drove out uh -huh. to Washington, and then drove right. down to San Diego, and met up with my buddy Parker, Heath, and then we flew down together through Tijuana. Oh, it's like a hundred and fifty dollar flight or something. Really? You know, super cheap, and split a room with like five other guys. We had beds all over the place really? and everything. Oh. We all made it happen when we rode the qualifier because it was the closest one to us that we knew about. That's so awesome. It was pretty awesome. So you, ha how did you have the, the foresight to, um, how did you have the, yeah, Nick, uh, how did you have the foresight to to even have a passport? Like, like you may take it for, yeah. I won't say you, you would take it for granted. That I've been people here take for years, for so I've always had a passport. But, you know, I'm like three hours away from Canada. Okay. So I've gone up there on school trips and, you know, family trips, and we go up to Cape Breton. Okay. Which is, like, pretty close to where Drew Bizanson's actually from. Oh, really? You know, we go through his hometown on our way up. We have a little, like, shack my dad's side of the family does, and I go camp out up there and stuff. Nice. So I had a passport, and then, I don't know, just, it all lined up right, and right. got ahead, and... Yeah. Yeah. Worked out. Which is really cool, because that does not often happen uh especially since you're in you you are from such a rural area so it's you you're like a renaissance man you're like this guy that does <laughs> these trips yet you fully appreciate the you know hard work in the you know manual labor yeah. um, farming you've got like every end covered plus unless i read this wrong uh you're into music right a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, Try, you I may wish. be a little modest, but do you play? Uh, yeah, I play guitar. Like, um, Which means you probably rip at that too, no, right? No, I don't. I All really right. don't. All right. I have a bunch of friends who are into music, and I don't know, that was one of the things my dad told me he wished he had done in his life, was just be able to play music, and I love music, I love listening to it, and, right. you know, it, it's fun. Yeah. Even, I'm not very good, but, you know, I can play a few songs and just have a good time, and the more you play, the better you get. And, right. Have you actually played uh, for friends? Have you played um, like with a band, kind of for fun? Back in the day when I was younger in school, okay. yeah, played with a few different groups of friends. Hey, what's going on? What are you doing here? They let you leave the island? Yeah, they let me off. Oh my god! Where's the bracelet? Where's the ankle bracelet? <laughs> Good to see you, Jay. That was Jason Barlow, the driest guy in Long Island. Right, Jay? Driest guy in Long Island? <laughs> What's going on, man? How are you, Todd? Good. Seeing all kinds of trail friends here. This is awesome. Um, yeah, these guys these guys rolled in, just rolled in heavy and late, you know? <laughs> uh, there are so many good guys from Long Island, man. So basically, you, I mean, you appreciate music. What's your uh, what's your music style? What do you like? What do you enjoy? I listen to all sorts of stuff. Uh, I listen to a lot of old old music, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, Bob Dylan, Jimi Hendrix, and all that kind of stuff. But like, yeah, uh, not not opposed to anything. Right, right, right. <laughs> Except rap, maybe. Maybe some of the more aggressive stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. there's, there's a lot of interesting music being made these days. Mm. I don't necessarily listen to all of it, but it's funny because I think 
we're all friends with people that um, that are really into punk and hardcore yeah. and like Matt, Matt uh, Copeland yeah. from Profile. Like you never know that that guy is a screaming punk slash hardcore yeah. singer. Like he, he's amazing. Uh, but when you talk to him, he's like such a mellow, intelligent guy. Like he's, I just love that. I think people really need to appreciate yeah. that because it's, there's a lot of people who are like the nicest people ever I have yeah. a lot of friends who play music and they're like in the punk scene and mm-hmm. you know you go and they're like all like done up or whatever and it's like yeah, yeah. they're the nicest people ever usually yeah <laughs> yeah totally sweethearts but they're just all like tattoos piercings right. and like but it's pretty sweet maybe it's the people with no personality that we have to watch out for yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're showing it then maybe it's like oh nice Nate, dude, Nate that was Nate, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Nate. Oh, man, Nate. Nate is like uh, the kid that's like a couple years behind you. Uh, we're talking about Nathaniel, uh, Karen. Yeah, he's and so good. And we're all. I I think I I believe this to be true. I think we're all just kind of watching. She's. That was <laughs> that was funny. That was like stuck in the bars running. Yeah. yeah. Um. Sorry, but the scenery here is just yeah. too. It's the, the action. It's like we're we're on the fifty yard line yeah, at the yeah. trails. Wow. Um, but anyway, Nate is. I think Charlie. a lot of us, him and Ever. Yeah. Ever we're like down. put. We're putting our. Oh, and there comes Ever. <laughs> we're. I'm putting a lot of my 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 faith in the future in these two guys. There's a and, lot of up and coming guys in New England, and it's like. Not yeah. everybody always knows about him, but it's like, doesn't mean they're not good. And, and you probably have a better idea than me of who, who else is in that age, that 18-year-old, kind of 17, 18. Yeah, there's even, like, Jay Dalton, dude. Jay Dalton's yeah. one of the most underrated riders ever. I, I do want to catch up with Woo! him eventually. I mean, he's a, uh, he's, <laughs> he's, oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. To the right, dude. People going down. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You good? You good down there? Kyle, you good? You good? You want to come to the... You want... All right. You want to be a co-host and rest? Right. Kyle, Kyle Erickson, he's... Do you know him? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a good dude. Just totally passionate about BMX. And yeah. It's, it's awesome. So, yeah, everything bodes well for the younger crew. You know, you're... I think you're... You're in that transitional... Um, age, but you're you're killing it. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, I've that guy started off on the small line, by the way. Now he's doing the big stuff. It's pretty <laughs> no, wild. Transferred from the small line into the big <laughs> line and pedal around it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. This this place is pretty wild. I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of options. Yeah. And I don't know how they got it ready so fast with all the rain we've had. Yeah, it's, it's been so wet. They've been definitely have had to put in work, I think. Yeah. Um so anyway, I'm I'm losing track, I apologize. Um let's uh we talked a lot about your family. Um I really appreciate family and I especially like hearing what you have to say about it and your appreciation of your parents and you know, um just being able to spend that time with your father and gain uh, we just got a big big thumbs up from he, he's going to be an eventual victim I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make him give in eventually he's playing He's playing a real hard to get game but yeah. he's like 15 minutes from my work it's like 
ever. It's going to happen. It's whether you like it or not. It's it's going to happen. There's no avoiding it. Him and Clint. That's it, yeah. get them both. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I was thinking about that last week, and, and and I'm sorry. I don't mean to take away from your podcast, but um, th- I was thinking last week that maybe that is the uh, maybe that's an approach that uh, they would like, and I think people would like to listen to. Yeah. Because Ever is somewhat uh, influenced, we'll say, by his stepfather, uh, Chris Hallman, and by Clint, because Clint moved um, really close to where Ever lives. So, as you know, but um, I'm, uh, th- it might be fun to do them together. Yeah, that'd be cool. But uh, have you been down to Clint's Bowl? I haven't made it yet. Um, no? I've been gone. Pretty much all summer, oh, you know. Yeah, here that's for like right. A week here and there or something. And uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully I'll get to heal up and maybe make it out before snows this fall. But Right, right. Well, judging by what the, the measures Clint goes through to get that bowl dry. Yeah. Like you get a good <laughs> shot at riding that like in December. Dry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could ride that really any you, yeah. in January you could probably ride it. Like Seriously. he'll shuffle it out and dry it out. Yeah. And then go for it. But uh but anyway, what is uh, what's the schedule for you to be uh, pretty pretty well healed up? Oh man, I haven't even spoke to a doctor in the United States yet. Everybody in Spain spoke Spanish, and mm-hmm. like I had a pretty hard time communicating. And mm-hmm. just like um, all my paperwork is in Spanish, but yeah, I think it's like four to six weeks. Okay, I'm just about two weeks into it, um, seeing a doctor this week and stuff, right. but. And they forwarded all the records to the to your doctor, your primary care doctor, yeah, or got like a got two two pages of paperwork. Oh, oh you just Spanish on it. Uh, I gotcha. I gotcha. But I actually, my doctor speaks Spanish, so your doctor in Vermont. Yeah, we found one that speaks Spanish, so they can call the visit. They're gonna call the hospital and talk uh, to them, and actually talk to the surgeon and everything. And oh, like, that's awesome. So we got. I mean, yeah. honestly, like with how bad the whole injury was and dealing with all that right. through like fans and everybody there mm-hmm. and Trish Bear and everything like that it's just worked out so well and it's been super easy to coordinate and deal yeah. with and like you know it's unfortunate but as right. I think everything has been amazing and everything's yeah. been so helpful so right right it's been great just going out on a limb here uh, have you uh, do you have a specific diet that you go by are you are you vegan or are you um um i don't i'm not like no i have no specific diet i would say mm-hmm. but uh i do try to eat healthy i eat pretty healthy i um my family we get a a cow from my uncle's farm uh-huh and then so we have like a ton of local meat and sure. that, we get one every year and you know have it in the freezer so we have like really good local meat and then yeah. i work on another farm that does like chicken and pigs stuff like that so I get really like good local meat most of the time just right. coincidentally you know like it's great when you can but it right. works out that I do a lot of time yeah and then um, in the summers we have gardens and uh, okay. you know, so I eat a lot of fresh vegetables and so it's almost like a seasonal diet like based on what's well, available I, I try but... to eat as healthy as I can just because it makes me feel better but um, sure you know like right now I'm trying to do I'm trying to be pretty healthy and yeah. like be well, good about it but I like to cook, so I, my sister likes to cook. And oh, good. So we eat, like, a lot of, like, you know, just, like, good, good yeah, food, yeah. you know? Right, right. Good, real food. Yeah, yeah. Nothing crazy. Right. So you may not have to change your diet too much to 
to accommodate for that lack of a spleen. Uh, because it seems like I've heard that I've I've heard all sorts of stuff um, I was talking to Dennis McCoy about it and he was telling me that did he lose his? no but he was on the road this was crazy Dennis McCoy was telling me about when he was on the road with Dave Muir and Matt Hoffman Mm -hmm. they both lost theirs and he said that their diets weren't affected at all but I was like this guy's telling me about like his person which is like Dave Muir and Matt Hoffman but, right, right. You know, like you said, they all just weren't eating like healthy or anything. Yeah, and it was fine. And, uh, yeah, they're all still here. But I don't know. Some people say different things, and take it as it comes. We'll see. You know. I think um, what I'm thinking of is like I was telling you before the Kyle Carlson um, rollback podcast. The last one he did, or second to last, was with someone that lost their spleen a little bit ago. But they were pretty nice, Ray. Oh, um, that's Ray. Re- you know Ray at all? Uh, I recognize him. He's you know. he's from Long Island. He's okay. he's awesome. Okay. He's a great father too. Nice. Um, so anyway, one of his podcasts. I can't believe I can't remember the writer, but um, that that writer definitely had specific dietary needs because I guess your spleen can't process certain yeah. certain foods uh, and certain drinks. Yeah, you know so. I think, and I believe sugars, like you, you can't process sugars as well. Or since, I'm sorry, since you don't have one, you can't, it's harder to process sugars. Yeah, it's basically it's a filter is what everyone's telling me. So it's yeah. just it's like, that's one of your first filtration systems for everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll figure of, it I've out. I've heard all sorts of stuff from different people, you know, yeah. to each their own and everyone has a different experience. But Yeah. And you've, chances are have more, like you said, you were talking to uh, Dennis McCoy. You'll be able to get lots of input. Yeah, I mean, as you already have. Yeah. Yeah. I have two friends who I was like hanging out with on that trip. They didn't have some. Like Aaron lost his already this right. year, and like, yeah, yeah. Parker doesn't have one. And it seems like it's fairly common. You know, there's a lot of people who yeah. manage and doesn't seem to put them right. Right. Against them too too much. Yeah. Well, I hope it doesn't because yeah. you you eat well as it is. Yeah. And you keep things pretty clean. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that all works out. That it's not too, it, it's not a big change from your, from your normal yeah. eating habits. So yeah. anyway, hoping it'll all be good. Yeah, definitely. So you had talked about, uh, you you touched on the subject of cars, and of course I was, uh, I was, um, insta creeping on your uh, on your Instagram page. So I look back and I'm like, oh crap, he's into Volkswagens. I'm like that is really cool, because yeah. I had a '71 Westfalia, okay, nice. and I didn't finish it because the kids were like my kids were like five and two, something yeah. like that, and I had this big idea that I was gonna like, you know, restore it. Like interior wise, it was in good shape. The camper part of it, it just needed a lot of engine work, yeah. and um, so anyway, I gave up on the project. And well, you'll be happy. We put in two maple trees with the money that I made off the Westphalia. <laughs> so at least we planted two trees yeah, with yeah. it. Because we get this some good caliper trees. Like give someone else the problem. <laughs> yeah, right. Like three, three to four inch caliper trees that were already pretty mature. So they were. But the kid I sold it to instantly like hand painted the whole thing. Went to went to college at Berkeley, um, School of Music. So, uh, but anyway, so I saw your vans. Uh, one one van. How many van, Volkswagen I had vans? One, have you? and I had a parts van. Yeah, I got one 
couple summers ago. Yeah. That would be a sweet thing to do. Um, uh, to, to convert it? Well, yeah, a, I basically that was for the road trip where I drove out to my sister's graduation. Uh-huh. And I was like, I thought it'd be a fun thing to do. I was going to be on the road for a while and figured it'd be fun to have, like, a nice rig. Mm-hmm. I've always, like, I had a rabbit pickup truck that I had kind of redone. I saw that, that one, too. That was yeah. pretty cool. I had to rebuild again so much for that. Um, There's not a lot of those around. No. That one, yeah, I had to I had to swap the front end out on it and, like, yeah. cut it and weld a new front end on, and it's got a motor uh-huh. swap, and I had to rewire it. And it was a whole, whole yeah. project, but I don't know. That kind of was at a point where... I wasn't working on it too much, and I felt like I kind of wanted something else. Oh, so. uh, okay. Uh, well, because of traveling? Because yeah. of knowing you'd be traveling? Yeah, basically, yeah. I was trying to plan that trip, and I was like, this would work out really well if I had a van and could just, you know, have a place to sleep and yeah. have my own space yeah. for the whole thing. And maybe it wasn't the best idea to get a Volkswagen van. <laughs> but I got a... You got to have time. You got to have time to, like, yeah. fix on the road, you know... Yeah. I mean that that's a little different because it wasn't air cooled, right? So no, well, okay. So that whole that was such a process. Uh oh. I bought it. For, Am I bringing up bad memories? <laughs> mixed feelings. <laughs> All right, we can work through this because Brian Foster told me I was kind of like a um, a therapist for him. Yeah. So I could do the same thing for you if you need that. But yeah, I, let's let's work through this van thing. I bought a <laughs> I bought a van on Craigslist for it was listed for a thousand dollars. I bought it for eight hundred bucks. When we showed up, it wasn't running. Me and my buddy got it running. Bought it for how much? 800 bucks. Okay. And all the coolant just like poured right out the heads. You know, it didn't hold any coolant. Right. And, oh man. So I, the head gasket shot. Yeah. Like. Rebuilt the engine, new heads on it. And like, never painted a car, painted it. Like, yeah. had some, oh man, I bought it from this really sketchy guy up in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> he had just done it. He said he had done a ton of work to it and driven it. Wait, from... his name wasn't Derek Gerard, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was the guy. Was the guy was a yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Interesting Der- character. Obviously, sure. De- we both know Derek. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. But um, yeah, I redid that whole thing and then registered it, drove it for ten days, and then tried to drive it across the country, and it was not in any. It wasn't running well when we left. And oh no! I made it all the way there. Made it to San Diego. Made it to the Vans contest, and then on the way to back, it started having like electrical problems. Oh. It just kept cutting out, and it, like, um, okay, yeah. So, so I that... ended up having to ship it home, but then I fixed it, and then I sold it, and it, oh. it worked out. But at that point, I was kind of just like, kind of was over it, and like, kind of painted it like, oh man, I painted it baby blue with white wheels, and like, yeah. kind of regretted that. <laughs> Wanted something a little more subtle, you know. You drive it around in the light blue, like <laughs> Volkswagen van with Vermont plates on it. Everyone's looking at you and like yeah. paying attention to what you're doing. And it was a little too much for me, so. But um, wanted to blend in a little more. It was a fun project. I definitely want to. Yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I enjoy working on cars and fixing them up and yeah. the whole yeah. thing. Motorcycles, the whole deal. You do ride motorcycles too? Yeah. Oh, okay. I worked at a motorcycle shop for a little bit and yeah, had a bike in one way or another for a while now <laughs> road or uh yeah. motocross no i've never been able to ride dirt bikes no I always wanted to yeah like, yeah i know it'd be dangerous but <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm i'm scared of road but only just because there's uh hey what's going on sean sean real my friends 
Absolute shredder. Oh my gosh, he's the best. He's totally the best. I think that's Kyle behind him running. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, Sean, Sean's amazing. Yeah. Were you at Cody's Jam last fall? Yep. The night one, and then there was another one, the 54 benefit and one. And then I broke my rib at the 54 benefit jam. At Cody's? Yeah. Cracked the rib. There. Oh, wow. That Which, I think, the, is that the one they, they had the fire in between the doubles? That or was, was that the, the night one. That was the night one. Okay. That was, that was right. a blast. Yeah. So yeah. We were both at the same place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Cody's drills are, are fun. Yeah. And, he, and he keeps it fun. Yeah. Um, so anyway, let me get back to this. So, so, uh, so yeah, the Volkswagens, are you, are you, have you switched vehicles completely? Are you like done with Volkswagens? <laughs> uh, well, I still got my rabbit. I still have that. The truck. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But I've got that. Pick up now. Oh, okay. One of my dream trucks. Um, yeah. My dad always had a 90s one when I was growing up. And Is that the red one I yeah. saw? Maybe? Okay. Yeah. I got a cap on it and I just drove that out to California for the Huntington Beach stop of the Vans contest this year. <laughs> oh my gosh. By yourself or did you go with uh, I had a friend with me. Yeah, that's good. We drove out and yeah, it was just have a little bed in there and like yeah. all the camping stuff and yeah, yeah. everything fits in just barely and right. place to sleep. And right. Yeah, right now. I've always wanted one, so yeah. You know, it's great. I, I went the modern way. I got the uh, the Ford uh, uh, Transit Connect, the small one. Oh, those are sweet. Those yeah. Are like, uh, so Clint's got one. Yeah, they're yeah. It's it's perfect. It only has the only problem is it has two seats. Yeah. It just has driver passenger. Bolt uh, some more in the back there. What's that? You bolt some more in the back. Yeah, like I I haven't. I haven't kind of uh, really gotten into like outfitting it because um, I don't know how I want it. I wanted to buy a seat, and the junkyard wouldn't even sell me one. Yeah, they were like, they were asking what I was putting it in, and and they wouldn't sell it to me. And I'm like, because they didn't want to be responsible for the yeah. fact that you tell them you're making a seat or something. You know, yeah, yeah. I well, I'm too honest. I told them yeah. too much. I was like, yeah, I just got this Transit Connect. Gotta go to another junkyard. Yeah, yeah right, right. I, I gotta like totally to switch it up and go to like Granville, Massachusetts, which probably no one listening to this knows where that is. But um, there's a junkyard there, and that's where my dad used to go all the time for tires. So uh, I need to go to a place like that. But uh, anyway, I haven't outfitted yet, and. Um, I do use it for work too, so I just need to leave enough space to be able to to carry um, uh, duct work. I do a lot of um, uh, plumbing, heating, wholesale, so nice. we do a lot of custom duct work, and okay. so it's kind of a dual purpose vehicle. So I'm yeah. torn on like how much space can I afford to give up by yeah. by building in, you know, like a shelving on one side or, yeah, or yeah. whatever, but. But the van's cool. I mean, I've slept in it a ton of times. Um, it's weird. I was at Caddy last week, and and uh, the people they, they were super nice. They were like, "Hey, you you can sleep inside." Cause I I was meeting up with uh, Satoski, where he stays at at this guy Dan's house, and I'm like, "No, nah, I kind of I'm parked in the street. That's where I'm gonna yeah, sleep." That's like, whenever I was in my van or my truck, especially the truck, people are like, "Yeah, you, you got to." Head inside if you want, and you're like, no, like I have my own bed. Like yeah. that's like my bed. I sleep there every night. It's, it's right. Comfy, it's cozy, you know. Yeah, I always feel like, like people have to like, you know, they they feel like they have to 
you know, make up a bed for me and then they have to you know do all they gotta after I after I anyone sleeps there you gotta you know just wash the sheets do all the stuff and it's like no I just I'll, I'll just yeah. be outside yeah, no big deal fun. I'll knock on the door in the morning <laughs> you know so anyway um, I love the idea of just being self-sufficient when you're traveling it's yeah. and not like putting putting any like trouble on anyone else you know what I mean yeah. and, and it's kind of nice to have your own your own space your own time yeah like I'm just like saving money cooking on the road and stuff mm-hmm. you know like I got like a whole little kitchen and a stove and everything oh okay I can set up and whatever and then you can just you know cook and, like cook your own food save money it's like yeah it's so easy to do and I don't think yeah. I don't think a lot of people do it you I just have to pre-plan a little bit and then it's all like everything you need <laughs> yeah and you can so you could do it on a budget really I mean this this is uh oh, <laughs> oh man this jam's getting crazier and crazier so anyway uh so let's see um just just uh I saw that you did do one of the trips with your dad was that with the camper when you went out to your sister's graduation yeah that was in the van again okay yeah, so he, he was able to go he's taught me both basically okay. everything I know about mechanics yeah um, and just like helped me with a lot of my projects and stuff mm-hmm. so he helped me do that all and then yeah between the two of us we made it there and <laughs> halfway back halfway yeah. back <laughs> but that's cool I mean yeah. like your dad obviously had an understanding and you probably did too that hey anything could happen yeah. on this trip it's all but, about the experience yeah you know, I learned a lot and you know take that with you wherever you go yeah yeah and I think that's so important. So I saw that part uh, while I was in scraping and I was getting getting emotional because it's like that that time, like, and you know, I'm talking about me with my father as well, but that that time with your with your parent is is a uh, oh boy, you know, it's like time that you'll never get back. It's important and the conversations that you may or may not have had on on the way there and then halfway back. You probably wouldn't have had a home. You know what I mean? It's yeah. I'm I'm pretty fortunate where I get to spend a lot of time with my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, he's go do something almost every day, work related or yeah whatnot. But um, yeah, I mean, what an experience driving a crazy like an old Volkswagen van across the country with your dad is like, you know, yeah, something right something to do for sure. <laughs> so and, and how old is he? How old's your dad? Uh, he's the oldest 69 70. okay yeah, yeah. see he's so. he's working hard for his age I mean he's yeah, but that, it's probably he's keeping him young toughest guy I know he's still got blonde hair and he goes out in the woods every day yeah you know whether there's someone else there with him or not he's out there doing stuff and doing yeah that's awesome I, I'm sure one of the hardest working people I'm, I know for sure I'm su- <laughs> I'm, I'm sure <laughs> oh they're doing fastest lap and slowest lap I believe so that's what's going on. Okay. So yeah, that's pretty cool because at sixty nine, approaching seventy, I mean that's he's getting up there. But yeah, definitely. Uh, he's such an interesting person. I think has done a lot of really cool things yeah. in his lifetime, and just to be able to learn all the stuff that he's, you know, the experience he has. And, yeah. It's so cool that he appreciates sharing it too. Yeah. Uh, because not every parent. <laughs> While Bill drops the F bomb at the jump, like he was angry at the jump. 
that landing just got just got the middle finger so that's that's really cool I, I'm super happy to hear that's that you have that in your life you know it's a I could just tell you from my own experience you, you'll never forget it like I, yeah there's stuff that I will never forget about my dad you know and he died kind of young like 75 he was almost 75 you know I miss him because he was yeah. he was such an important part of my life I didn't have that kind of as much of that time that you did but he left an impression on me for sure which carries on to the way I the way I communicate with other people and yeah I think I between with Ian and Dylan mm-hmm. like um their parents moved away and they had so they didn't have anywhere to live and they ended up like living in our sugar house and working uh-huh. and my dad and that kind of wanted me got me more involved in the business and like interested in all those things right they were like the people that I looked up to the most just right. writing wise and like idolizing them in that way and I see how cool they thought everything was and um made me kind of like appreciate it all right and like be able to not take that for granted yeah so they saw it as well they yeah I mean my dad's like I don't know it's pretty hard to talk to him and realize he's not an interesting guy and yeah right right. so um yeah that's awesome I I I just realized that we've like totally left your mom out of this conversation but my mom is amazing she's a nurse she takes care of me she does yeah yeah best mom in the world yeah it would make sense that an amazing father would have uh would have an amazing wife your mother so that's that's awesome all right so at one time from what i read you started to work on a uh a video for it's uh maybe called backwoods collective or is backwoods collective the website for like the volkswagen deal Uh, that was just kind of an instagram page that me and my buddy ran uh-huh. Um, who was just doing like he was like photo video kind of mountain biker guy and one of my really good childhood friends yeah and, I don't know we just wanted to I don't know we were going on adventures doing all this cool yeah. stuff and figured we might as well try to like take photos and have fun oh okay um, and nothing really ever happened with it but uh, so there wasn't a video that was made at I one made point? a couple of videos and like definitely put that name on them at okay. times but um, was on and on one of them no or was, was it just a video yeah, it was just a video of Peter that we that okay um, there was like a session at Ludlow or something I think okay never really did too much with it you know like yeah. we just yeah. at the time and, and now he's off doing school and we're doing different things kind of, but, sure um, just fun you know yeah mess around. Are, are you starting starting to get into the uh since you've accomplished a lot the past two years through the Vans Cup, uh, and maybe other contests, I didn't even ask you if you did any others, but um, have you uh, been working on anything that you're that you're kind of collecting? I've like started a bunch of little projects here and there. I feel like, yeah. but uh, there's not really any consistent filmers in my area necessarily. Right. I was going to work on something this fall, just with yeah. like friends and stuff, but. Right. Uh, kind of cut short you know yeah, yeah. Season, cut short a little bit but we'll see uh, see when I get back on the bike and stuff um, right. but yeah nothing like no no specific video projects or anything in the works at the moment but I gotcha I'm just yeah. I'm so used to hearing that people are like 
I, you know, one-year, two-year projects, it just sounds yeah. so intense. So I'm, like, a little intrigued by it, but... Um, I'd really love to... Definitely want to in my time writing, like, films and videos that I'm, like, totally satisfied with. Yeah. I don't think I've ever really put anything out where I was, like... Uh-huh. You know, 100% satisfied. Yeah. So, um, that'd be a pretty cool process. Yeah, and I think I think that opportunity will, will present itself, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, you're gonna keep at it, I'm sure, and yeah. get back in the get back in the fold when you're healthy, and it, I'm I'm sure it'll work out. Definitely. So that's that's something to look forward to. Yeah. All right. So the other thing I noticed, which I'm I'm also pretty intrigued by, is uh, tiny houses. Like, uh, did you have a friend that had a tiny house in the back of a pickup truck? Like, that built was the same guy. Same guy. Yeah, it's the my buddy Ben. Backwoods um, Collective. Yeah, we're just like. But you're like ahead of your time thinking about that then because you were probably only 20 at that time, right? Or not even. We were like 18, 19. <laughs> and you were already figuring out how to yeah. work out a he living like, space? Well, he like bartered somebody for that truck, you know? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Started off with like nothing and was like wanted to see what he could do and ended up getting a truck and then like didn't have anything to do with it. And the truck was never inspected or anything and it was like this blown out old Toyota pickup. <laughs> really? Yeah, so we just parked it? On it and then... Uh, we just park it on people's properties and you have like a little spot to go camp out at and stuff and like out in the woods it's pretty cool it's like it's like an excuse to go do something interesting and it got it got featured in a like a van like tiny house book really yeah. oh my gosh he sent it in and it got featured in he's really good at taking photos oh and gosh it's like there's really nice photos of the thing and it's, it's oh funny. Funny, it's, that is fun it's, it's cool you know it's do do you have any uh, any attraction to the whole tiny house movement? Um, I think it's pretty cool. I know a lot of people who do it, and like have a bunch of friends who live in tiny houses in my area, just like on people's farms or like yeah, um, wherever. And yeah, I mean, I love I love building stuff, and right. I think that's definitely one way that you can do it. Right. Um, yeah, like right now I live in a cabin, and before that I was living in the upstairs of my dad's shop, and it was just like oh, really? a very small little space, so yeah. I've definitely been living in like small spaces, and uh, I don't know, right now I don't have any need for a tiny house, because I kind of have a little cabin that's yeah. doing it for now, but... Big uh, open floor plan? Yeah, more or less. Yeah. A little bedroom, and a bathroom. Yeah, no fireplace. Yeah. And because you heat, heat with wood, right? No yeah. other heat? Yeah. Any water to it? Yeah, I got gravity feed water, and uh-huh. uh, you know. So it's got a bathroom. It's got a bathroom, yeah. It's legit. The old place when I was living above the shop, it's, that, it's my dad's old shop, and I mm-hmm. used to the upstairs of it, and was living up there. She like built my ramp off of it, and stuff, <laughs> and it was like, oh man, it was just such a small space that in the winter it'd just get way too hot because the stove was too big for the oh, space. Oh no! Okay. So coming in you'd be freezing cold and you'd start a fire and then you'd get way too hot and then yeah, you'd yeah. wake up in the middle of the night and you'd be like be shivering because it was like yeah, yeah. really badly insulated <laughs> right right the development was like 17 or 18 like didn't really yeah. know, know better and <laughs> right right but my, and I had gravity feed water there and that would like freeze in the winter because uh, all the ice yeah, would freeze yeah. so like didn't right. have water so it was but, uh, so you were hiking water in, and then you couldn't really dump it in the drain because it wouldn't it wouldn't keep its heat. In this, like I think the first, I think I went, I lived there for two winters. Uh huh. And the first winter, the floor wasn't even insulated. Really. And then the second winter, 
it was like insulated, but it was not insulated. Well. Was it fiberglass insulation? It just uh, wasn't just like rigid insulation. Oh, foam little, board, like yeah, foam board. Oh, okay. like racks everywhere because I didn't do a good job spray foaming it. Yeah, but, yeah. It yeah. wasn't like a moisture barrier or anything. Oh and, man. But wow. I'm still here, learned my lesson. So, are you, do you have to dial on in for this winter? now yeah, or is it in better shape one, now well i'm living in a cabin now that's right oh now. i'm sorry that was a different place yeah i'm living that was the... right out that i've got a bathroom okay legit now so. yeah yeah i got you i got you a little bit better but you were talking about the shop then. yeah okay sorry about that all right let me just hit some quick questions we talked earlier before we started the podcast that you were at the scotty kramer jam which i didn't realize ago, until yeah. i saw pictures from it on your instagram so that was an event that I put on and I was like yeah, was wow awesome he was at event. my event yeah. this is so cool yeah. so uh, so anyway you you um, the clip I saw was 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 rad I mean that yeah, that, that jump really line was fun time and just everyone came and it was like yeah. can't beat a trails jam you know everyone can laugh nonstop. <laughs> and last year we uh, you were pretty busy I bet at that at this time last year but the one that we had at the ski mountain at, at Powder Ridge yeah um in Mexico when that yeah that that would have been because I worked around like it was the weekend it was the weekend after X Games yeah. and the weekend before something else I don't yeah. know so I tried to take the only date available and uh, and it worked out it was yeah. it was cool we had so trails there that. yeah yeah it was a good turnout um, but uh, but yeah the the one the year before at the track at Trumbull Trumbull track that had that jump line um, there was you had some cool clips in there and I didn't realize how many really good people including like we were talking about Derek Gerard yeah. showed up and it was yeah. like it was insane we had such a such a great there's a lot of combination. really good riders in the northeast and yeah it's like easy to not see them all the time but every once in a while when you have like a big jam or something mm-hmm. there's been a lot of them lately too I feel like yeah. you see all these guys come out of the woodwork and you're like Oh man, that guy still rides. And yeah, that dude shreds. And yeah, just all these people that are. I think a lot of people like, just keep it a little on the DL and just yeah. they show up for jams and everyone's psyched to see them. Well, I just think like, um, you know, like going out to California and like the mm-hmm. difference between the scene there and the scene here. Yeah, there's just like no industry. You know, there's no like big, huge BMX brands really based in this area. And right. So no, these dudes are like kind of show off to anyone no right. one's trying to like be the best everyone's without trying to ride their bikes and have fun and it's yeah. just like the most core like wholesome like yeah BMX you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's clear that no one here is actually is looking for anything in return yeah, you know what I mean yeah just out here having yeah. fun riding their bikes enjoying right. the day and it's what's going exactly. on guys hey how are you yeah this is like pure it's pure you yeah. know there's no ulterior motive it's amazing there's no talk of money. There's no, you know, yeah. It's it's different, and it happened. There's a pretty regular schedule. Like I'm surprised. I, I would be very surprised if Cody didn't announce something soon. Yeah. Before winter, because I was trying to make a jam happen this year too. Because everyone's been going up to Marley's, and my house is just right on the way. Oh yeah. And I got my jumps like running enough this year that yeah. I was gonna try to have me and Marley are talking. We we're gonna have a combo weekend and like come up ride my jumps camp out go to marley's yeah that would be so, a good one 
Marley's had two or three jams this summer, I think. I think he said he was going to have another one in October, but yeah, we'll see if I'm up to par or what happens, but mm. I'd love to have everybody out and yeah. you know, like just give back a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And slug as much maple syrup as you can while you're yeah, there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, yeah, Dimitri. Oh, what did Dimitri do? Just nosed into that landing so good. Did he? Yeah, nice. So I missed it. I missed him. Yeah, it's probably on someone's phone somewhere. All right, let's see. Oh, I had written down, uh, when did BMX get serious for you? We, we talked about that. Was there a particular event or spot that made you say that you want to do it forever? I don't think there's a time, you know? It was just like, I got more and more into it, and I never really, like, never looked back, never really thought about it, just, like, wanted to keep riding and still do, you know, whatever that entails, yeah. still do. Right. The driving contest, it's like just coming out and running trail jams. Yeah. Still like having a blast. And... I like it. I mean, you're you're basically saying it's a culmination of everything that happens, right? Yeah. That, yeah. that brings you to where you are today. So it's. Do you have a favorite outdoor park? Oh man, favorite outdoor park. It could be a tough one. That's a hard one. You've sure. been to a few. Yeah. Burlington Bowl is pretty fun. Burlington Vermont. They've got a super park. I don't know if it's my favorite outdoor park. Man, like, like just got to ride Rubens Park. That park's insane. Oh I, don't, my I gosh, wouldn't say yeah. that I like got to ride it to my heart's extent yeah, at right. all. You know, I rode it for like right. two days. But um, I don't know. There's so many good parks. Yeah. Northampton Bowl, super simple, but just like yeah. ride it a lot and like I've gotten to know like all the little good spots right. and everything. Mm-hmm. All the local parks, you know, any park that you ride all the time is mm-hmm. the most fun to ride because you just know it so well. How about trails? Uh, no, I'm sorry, indoor park. Do you have indoor a favorite park. indoor park? Rye Airfield. There's not as many of those, so yeah. <laughs> I grew up going to Rye in the winter. Um, yeah. You know, driving there, it's like two and a half hours away, but we'd like switch. My dad would drive one weekend, and then Ian Bershan would drive the next weekend. Oh, uh, okay. We'd all go, so it would like, happen almost every weekend. and Oh, nice. Um, That's not easy to do. No. <laughs> Especially with the weather we got. Yeah. No, there's... Oh, man. We used to have an old Peugeot, and there was, like... Uh-huh. I remember there was one time when we, we drove all the way to Rye, and then, like, yeah, rode, spent uh-huh. the night there, and then went to go ride the next morning, and there was a blizzard, and so Rye was closed, and they let us ride, and it was just me and my dad, and I was, like... 13 or something and got to ride all like ride they all still let you in yeah oh my god we've driven like two and a half hours right today, right you know it's in the snow then, yeah, yeah. rode for like an hour and a half and then we had like two and a half hour drive home and it ended up being like a five hour drive home because right. you're in this like old like rear wheel drive state creeping oh my gosh that's awesome yeah <laughs> um how about trails do you have favorite trails? favorite trails oh man i don't know or narrow it down then we won't uh i haven't been everywhere i don't think so i don't think i can accurately say but i went to caddy last year and i was just blown away i didn't even ride everything mm-hmm. um, but like rode a few of the lines and just to see a place to that extent was insane but yeah i've, I've ridden this place a fair amount in this Oakwood, you know it's a lot of fun yeah. had a lot of fun at cody's jumps last year yeah. and i don't know and different. you're you're right there's a lot uh, yeah. long island alone there's two sets of trail, it's kind of three. Yeah. The, the third one's kind of on the DL. 
between Kiko and Flatlands, these are they're really good trails. Yeah. But have you been to either of those yet? I haven't made it down there. Yeah. Yet. Um, but yeah. Hopefully, hope to, yeah. at some point, it's another option for you. Yeah. Those are great guys. Really yeah. good guys down there. Making it happen, dude. Johnny is like the uh, definition of a weekend warrior. Well, you've seen a lot of Johnny, I'm sure, because he's everywhere. he goes everywhere. Yeah. I mean, every weekend he's on an adventure, and every week, every day he's riding either Flatlands or these patio trails or, or Kiko. But um, just a just a great dude. Like, yeah. definitely keeping the scene, like you know, yeah. on the happy like, side, you know. Photos, yeah, yeah. And he, oh my gosh, like, he, t- he sets up for the most amazing pictures. He he gets it all set, and then someone else pulls the trigger. You know, you get, you, he gets a photo for everyone else, and then he gets a photo for himself. Yeah. And then, you know, there's not very many people who are shooting photos around nah. here. Like yeah. Ryan, so it's cool. To... Absolutely, yeah. Big, big shout out to Johnny Nemchuk. He's he's a great guy. But uh, all right, so we talked about music. We'll get to some questions from Instagram, and then we'll uh, cool. and then we'll wrap it up. Because I'm <laughs> I probably keep yeah, at least this this happens. It's like an hour and twenty before you know it, okay. and I don't want you to miss everything here. Like the lighting right now, I think is getting kind of cool. Yeah, take yeah, yeah. So we'll get some some pictures. But uh, this one's from Casey Smith or Casey Smithsonian. I don't know if you follow him. He's uh, from the Midwest. Oh, sorry, Casey. <laughs> no, you, you're gonna laugh at this. One time, I drunkenly borrowed a kid's bike in downtown Burlington. Was that you? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> All right, so we're Casey. I, no, I spent a lot of time. It wasn't him. But. When he I'm asked glad that, that question, that <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. When uh, when you told me you were from Southern Vermont, I was I was like, oh, well, th- some of these questions go out the window. But yeah. Casey's an awesome dude. He's he's um, he's a big Haro uh, collector nice. and um, rides a lot of uh, a lot of uh, parks around Wisconsin. Yeah. And he's I think uh, he was in the Navy, I believe. So he was in Virginia Beach for a while. Nice guy. All right, here we go. North, Northeast Bad Boys. We got to bring up Northeast Bad Boys. All right, so you you you, you, you know uh, you know this question. How much do we owe you for wearing the Northeast Bad Boys shirt at all the Vans comps? I was pretty sure it was sixty nine bucks per event, but uh, oh, was if, it? If I was in the highlight video. Oh, okay. All right. So they may have more room than they think they've got. Yeah. Because I think. I think it was um, from Albany. Um, Toby. <laughs> Toby, yeah. I think Toby thought it was if was afraid. That one doesn't matter. Jason, you could you could wreck that one. Um, more. Uh, anyway, Toby, I think uh, thought you were into the thousands, or he was into the thousands. So anyway, that's good news for him. So he, he owes you, I don't know, five six hundred bucks maybe. What's that? We'll see. You might strike a deal now, and we'll just tell him what you. I don't know. We yeah. can just give him a number right now, and everyone's going to hear it, and he's going to yeah. be guilted into it. I'm saying $69 per event. And you were at how many events wearing the shirt? One, two. Well, they made the shirts halfway through the year. Yeah. Uh, probably three. Three events. Oh, that's. Yeah, so, you know, my math's not good, so I'm going to call that 500 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, those dudes are sweet. Definitely not perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we almost lost a podcast. I've never been hit during a podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's one of Cody's dudes. I forgot his name though. Um, 
super nice guy yeah. from right. Cody's Trails. Um, I totally forget his name. Still showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. All of a sudden, I'll see, I'll yeah. see someone. It's like, oh, when, where did you come from? Uh, anyway, Northeast Bad Boys also wants to know: Do you think? And this is something you'll probably get more than I will. Uh, do you think Seth Holton got offended when Scotty Kramer said you were putting Vermont on the map? Uh, <laughs> I hope he did. I doubt he followed BMX still, but oh man, the only other BMX rider I've ever heard of that came out of Vermont was this dude Seth Holton. Yeah, and he's in an old props. And uh, oh really? Yeah, he's on a road trip, and it's actually pretty crazy because there's a farm right near us that's called Holton Farm, and I yeah. think it's his family's farm. Really? Yeah, that's the word on the street is that they're all oh, so you don't so even know each other like you ever met, met the guy i think he lives out um everyone's telling me he lives out in like washington oregon or something oh really nowadays, okay but like all right never met him but he's on some props and he's like hey i'm seth holden i'm from vermont and I'm like, really only dude i've ever seen he rides bikes oh my <laughs> and scotty mentioned him huh uh at some point scotty mentioned in one of the vans hot like live feeds mm-hmm. and I was the only rider I think one of the only guys to ever come out of Vermont oh okay I so got you this guy who was like announcing a, yeah. okay that's that's funny pretty specific question <laughs> yeah right right uh, Steve Crandall just said he just said <laughs> it's a lot alright we got some a little bit of quiet uh, Steve Crandall just wanted to say flat out one red dude Steve announces the events with Daryl yeah. nah the Vans events. To see at, at all those events, you know? yeah. He's he's awesome. If you're well enough to at least head out to the DIY event, that would be cool yeah. in Richmond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna make it to that. That'll be fun. But Steve, yeah, Steve does so many good things for the sport. So uh, it's it's nice just to see him acknowledging and commenting on yeah. on interviews that are happening. And of course, as you know, I interviewed him. He was. Uh, yeah, he was a really good around. interview. Yeah, he's definitely interesting. And he, he's seen a lot. And been around for a while. And, and he, a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know? And put it all on the table. Just like, you know, he's he's comfortable in his own skin. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. And that's that's a big deal. Uh, Boop Troop. Andrew B. I, I gave up uh, pronouncing his last name. It's like Boopre. Boop Boopre. Yeah, Boopre. Boopre. Okay. Yeah, he's a bad boy. <laughs> all right. Well, you, you helped me on that one. Uh, how are you so mature and polite <laughs> at 21? Sorry, I got two for two. Wait a minute. Two times? What's going on? <laughs> Third time, you better knock us out. I'm going to give you one more try. I'll, I'll take us. Yeah, right, right, right. I'll give up a spleen. Then we'll have something else in common besides Volkswagen buses. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, how are you so mature and, and polite at 21? Uh, seems clear to me. You've had some great mentors in your father and in your mother. Yeah, I think impression hands. I can't. Those dudes, they taught me everything, you yeah. know, just like personality-wise and just I don't know. Nice and these guys, the, really good heads. And just, yeah. Yeah. These are the New Hampshire twins, right? Yeah. Okay. Wonder twins. Yeah. Best yeah. bike riders, man. I, That's awesome. And uh, do they still ride today? Yeah, Ian just had a kid. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Dylan kind of, he actually fell here <clears throat> last fall oh. and uh, broke some ribs and uh, did the lung in and stuff. So oh, boy. He took some time off, but he's getting back into it. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
they put right. a ton of work into my jumps when I was gone. Oh, really? Yeah, they spun oh, okay. adding a whole little pump track, pump track and like top section to them. Mm. Right. And I like right. left and it was all like roughed out and came back and it was all smooth packed and they'd rode it half right, of it right. and were like oh, okay. and that was like the first help I'd ever got with my jumps so and I was like, Oh my god, like right. just to go see so much done. Yeah, yeah. Not the first help, those guys have helped, but Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, just those dudes are always older than me. And they showed you the right way. Good influences, I think. That's good to hear. All right, so Kyle Erickson, who I've seen ride by a hundred times, I believe, around. is that him now? Kyle's such a such a great dude. Uh, just like so pumped up, like fired up. It's just you need that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, you you got to have someone that's not afraid to be a little yeah. loud and into it. It's like, yeah. So he wanted to know. He said, <laughs> "This chap, I don't know. It sounds like he's from." Uh, I don't know what generation. This chap is gnarlier than most for sure. Oh, and then I... Uh, da, 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 da. What country do you want to travel to uh, to ride that you haven't and had that you haven't had the chance to yet and why? So where would you like to ride and why? Oh, man. A place that you haven't been to. I, definitely, I went out to the uh, northwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit, but I don't think I was like kind of by myself. And yeah, I yeah. Hitting my head pretty early on when I was out there, so I didn't get to hit a lot of the park. Okay. Definitely want to go ride all those bowls and right. do all that stuff. Um, uh, so many places, you know. I was just yeah. in Spain and I was there for like four or five days before I hurt myself, and that was like yeah. one of my favorite places I've been. Yeah. Love to go back there, and actually, I was supposed to still be there. I'm supposed to be in Barcelona. Right now. Yeah, I was going to be there until the third. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, that tri- all got cut short, but I'd love to go back there. I want to explore Europe more from everything I've seen. It's super cool. and Yeah. New Zealand. I mean, yeah. Made it to Australia this year, but New Zealand wasn't in the cards for that whole right. adventure. But yeah. um, definitely want to make it back, go there. Mm-hmm. Here it's beautiful. So. Do a little England and, uh, well, you weren't, you were at England. You were in, uh, you were at Hastings, right? No. Uh, where did I mess that up? Um... You weren't at Hastings. No, I just came in for the... Uh, just thing. for the vans. Okay. So it was, yeah. Which was like the week after, yeah, right? That, that looks so sweet, though. Okay. Uh, Seth Medeiros. I'm sure you know who he is. High yeah. Sodium 401. This guy, this guy has become a bit of a globe traveler. What was your favorite trip abroad and where? Everywhere, you know? Yep. The more you explore, the more you want to see more. Um, there's the red, but... Right. Favorite trip. I don't know. I went to Australia and I was there for a few weeks mm-hmm. and like flew in, flew in Boyd Hilder and I and a bunch of other guys, we all rented like a 15 passenger van. Oh really? Yeah, I drove from Brisbane down to ACT Jam, Australia Capital Territory. Uh-huh. And, uh, like just, that jam was nuts, you know, Australia yeah. has the craziest BMX scene. <laughs> Those dudes are all just like a little bit like... <laughs> Crazy, Not to mention, they've got like a serious appreciation for for uh, vintage BMX. Yeah, no. they're like way into vintage. Yeah. Um, they'll they'll buy up anything from like 80s and 90s. I went into like the Lux BMX shop and they had um, like must have been like 10 T1 frames on the wall. And, oh like, my god! One of them was like a actually like a Taj Taj's old frame and like really you know like just had such a cool like wall of 
history there. Wow. Pretty cool. That's amazing. And I know they're like super into like 80s BMX pros, like racing pros. All their parts, they're too, they have like old sections and like mm-hmm. new sections. They'll have like a section, like five dock had like the old bowl. Like, and right. Like, I went to like three or four parks that had like an old section of it okay. that was built in like the 70s or the 80s. Oh, okay. And it was like, it was super cool. And they would all like ride it and like, be like, oh, let's go ride the Death Bowl. They're like, you know. Really? Yeah. And it was, they're all there. They didn't take them away. Like, you know, really? I don't know if they were even parked here, but yeah. they're also there. People still ride them. And, yeah. And it gives you appreciation. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. I, Australia is definitely. They got something going on there, and it's it's crazy. Those it's are, strong. Yeah, it is something. Boyd's Australian, right? Yeah. Okay. He's one of the most oh man, best bike riders. Yeah. He's so yeah. good. It's got to feel good to have people like that, like just take you on as a friend and just say, yeah, yeah, come with us. Like it's insane. We like, I mean, like Boyd. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both won. We both won the housing at the. Huntington stopped mm-hmm. two years ago, a year ago, and yeah. stayed in the same place. And mm-hmm. Never had met him before that. Always had, like seen his videos and just thought he was like a super cool guy. And then yeah. got the chance to hang out with him and like hung out with him for like ten days. And yeah. we, like changed all our plans so that we were we were both in California for oh, a little nice. bit and like went to Woodward together and like went to San Diego and hung out. And, like, uh-huh. and then he was like, "Yeah, man, like next year come to the Australia stop." Uh, and, right, like, right. Uh, like yeah, we'll do a whole thing and like right. got me in on his plans with all his friends and like yeah, hung yeah. out and it was like you know like had never met any of the guys before and right you're instantly like buddies with everybody it's magic of BMX <laughs> it is it's it is the total magic of BMX yeah. because we all could go pretty much anywhere any country any any dialect and just pretty much talk the same talk I and flew, be welcomed in I flew there with no plans like Boyd was like fly in on this date fly mm-hmm. out on this date I'll tell you what we can do in between like, we'll, really I'll figure everything out uh huh I was like do I have to figure things out like am I just gonna show up are we not gonna have any plans like am I gonna be screwed and like I hung out with him for 10 days and he just like stayed with him for like you know two and a half three weeks oh that's awesome and flew in no plans it's, I, it's so hard to find that and without being well in a world that seems to have you know i don't i don't pay attention to news any longer but uh in a world that seems to have so many problems you know with so many mysterious people out to capture your your spouse and you know eat your kids you know it's it's not that way everywhere you know it's the world is not that crazy you know it's but anyway, yeah. that'll get us off on a different topic yeah, than I'm yeah. sure you'll, we'll probably agree on. But uh, So uh, Seth also wanted to know, describe the scene in Vermont in general. And uh, I think I wrote down gnarly Marley ramps. Um, but the scene in Vermont is, it's not big, right? It's not big. Um, basically, Dylan was living in just about, like my town. Right. Um, he was working for my dad. Moved out of where he was living, so he's back in New Hampshire. So yeah. I guess Ian and Dylan, I'll count them in on the BMX scene in Vermont because they're like, you know, the only right. other dudes in my area that I really ride with. Just but, like they count you in New Hampshire. Yeah. Right. Um, there's some dudes up near Burlington around the Burlington Park that ride people here and there, but there's not much really when it comes down to it. And 
Right. I'm unfortunate that I'm southern Vermont, and I drive down to Western Mass, and there's a pretty good scene there, and mm. have a bunch of people to ride with, and yeah, um, and just surrounding areas. But yeah, you're not gonna find much for the BMX scene, but right, you know. It's probably, and maybe it's more like at the bigger cities, like we were talking about Burlington, maybe there's something going on there. Yeah, I mean, it's also, the parks are few and far between, and, like, we're about to get a local park, just like a couple towns over from me. Mm -hmm. They've been working on, like, raising the money, and finally raised all the money, and Uh maybe now that there's a park of 15 minutes from me, maybe they'll be able to have a scene develop, you know, and it's like, there just hasn't been that. There used to be a BMX scene, actually, in my town, way back in the 80s and the 90s. Uh, okay. uh, like pretty early on and that's like the dude who originally got me into it and I've met like one of the guys he used to ride BMX in that area in that time he is it Brian me. Lewis? no it's I, have you heard that name? Really? he's a racing guy yeah but. but like this guy helped me rewire my rabbit mm-hmm. when I was rewiring it oh he's really? like an old BMX rider from that area you know, oh like cool way back in the day so yeah yeah there's been people not really much going on at the moment but you know cool all right, Cody Diggs wanted to say that you're the biggest ape in New England. Everyone's right uh, back at you. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm reading this going, yeah, you know, you're like, uh, what's Cody, like mid to late 20s, maybe? I don't know. Probably. I think yeah. like mid, like 25, mid, 26, maybe? Mid, yeah. And uh, you're 21, and he's calling you the ape already. So it's, that, that bodes well for you. <laughs> but yeah, Co- Cody's awesome. I, I yeah. really, truly love that guy. I think he's... He actually made it up to my jumps this year. Oh, did he? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Come out and check him out. He's one of the few dudes who actually came out. Yeah. And, he's such a nice guy. Like, similar to you, like, I think he has uh, great parents and has his heart in the right place, you know. Yeah, he's, he does, like, uh, really interesting stuff for work, too. I talked to him. We do, like, similar stuff for work, it seems like. You know, like, oh, work, yeah. like, here and there and kind of have, like, flexible places to work. So yeah. Work when you need it, different stuff like that. A little general contracting, I think he does, yeah. right? Or yeah. he's done like milling and like stuff like that. Oh, that's right. I think his uncle has a mill, maybe? Yeah, something, something like that. Something like that? Yeah. One of the farms I work on has a mill and they let us use it whenever. I, I used it to make my ramp, do milled all the two by fours oh, for okay. it. And then we just did the frame for the cabin that my sister and her boyfriend are doing. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool all fun cool stuff <laughs> yeah he definitely appreciates it for sure like the, appreciates the the labor and what yeah. you can produce on your own without um without buying just yeah. basically going to home depot to get all your stuff yeah. um i think there's no way i think we may have ripped through the questions Jeez. yeah i think we're, we're pretty good so so you're recovering yeah um uh, we'll, we'll finish it up on this so once you're recovered, uh, we're talking another probably six weeks or maybe four. I don't know. Somewhere I don't see the in there. Yet. So, well, well, yeah. I mean, regardless uh, of the time frame, something like that. Um, it's going to put you into October. Yeah. End of October, beginning of November. Yeah. So, what are your plans after that? Once you're cleared to go? Uh, I was going to try to make it down to Austin for a little bit, at least mm-hmm. a few weeks, not longer. Um, at the end of the year. Yeah, dodge Brilliant. winter a little bit, you know, yeah, get right. down there and ride right. for a little bit. Um, I don't know with this, how that's all going to pan out. We'll see how it all works. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I've got, trying to get the jumps up and running and make some changes up there. And yeah. Just, 
don't know. Taking it easy for a little bit. I hit my head a couple times. Um, hit my head like two weeks right before I did my spleen. Mm-hmm. So give that time to recover and right. kind of recuperate and get refreshed and give it money for next year. <laughs> yeah, right. And we were talking about helmets a little bit. We won't get deep into this, but you're a helmet wearer. Uh, yeah. Definitely in bowls, obviously. Um, do you street ride at all? Uh, when I can, yeah. So that's the sticky part, as far as I can tell. Like, do, you, do you wear a helmet when you ride street? 90% of the time, yeah. I would yeah. like to say 100% of the time, you know. Sure. Every once in a while, it's still some vibe, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not that... You know, when you hit your head, it's never the time you expect it. it sure. So it's like, it doesn't take that. It's not that hard to put a helmet on. You should just wear it and just be safe and you don't have to worry about it. And like, yeah. Once you start, once you start wrapping up the concussions too, it becomes more and more important that you do that and mm-hmm. actually take care of your head. Yeah, definitely. And I, I was really happy to hear that uh, Brian Foster has taken a has taken a stance on that and and said helmets only like he's he's uh he's pretty much sticking to it and saying of course he's dealing with finishing up his doctorate in physical therapy so he's he's adamant about hey you know all my friends this is this the way i think it should be done you know i'm seeing what the i'm seeing the after effects you know with these people and it's uh so i'm glad to see that he's promoting it you're already on that track already i think I don't even think you're allowed to compete in a Vans contest without yeah, a helmet, they, right? They're helmets, yeah. So, I, I, I'm sorry? Their so helmets are required for that, yeah. Required, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, those dudes are going big. Like, yeah, yeah. The street thing, I think, is probably the hardest one. And, uh, but, I mean, I've hit my head riding street, like, one foot tall rail, you know? Like, and yeah. it slammed it just as bad as anything else. It's, right. That one just doesn't... That one doesn't seem to connect for enough people, uh, unfortunately. But yeah, anyway, I, I hope that comes around. To make a long story short, I hope that comes around for street. But uh, I know it's a little, it's a little awkward. Like it's like not the street thing to do. You know yeah, what I mean? It's not yeah, a cool thing to do. But right. I don't but know, you, you see, like even the street riders, a lot of the street riders are doing the bigger stuff, mm-hmm. and they go do like one of those big drops or like something high risk a lot of them are throwing the helmet on more now right even on like those high risk things which is like start starting to creep in and hopefully that'll just shamefully i'll tell you this i haven't paid attention are are guys like dugan starting to wear a helmet when he drops off a roof i don't know about dugan (laughs) but like um he's kind of inconsistent i think with a helmet yeah Uh, you look at like i mean like dennis dennis anderson yeah. When he's doing something nuts, mm-hmm. he puts a helmet on because right. he knows, you know. Right. And right. Um, a lot of dudes like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's a start. Yeah, definitely. And uh, and you know, I'm I'm sure Tom will will do will do the right thing. It's just uh, and I interviewed him. It's just we never really talked about like that. It's just. I think everyone's starting to talk about it a little bit more, and uh, yeah, I mean, you look at like old clips of Clint and stuff before yeah. Aiken fell, and like none of those dudes were wearing yeah. helmets at all. And then like right. after he fell, a lot of the trail riders started wearing them, and it became yeah. like a lot bigger in the trail scene. And I think 
Dudes without helmets. I know, I know. You know. But um, look at the guy right behind him was. Two uncertified helmets, and no helmet. The guy with a certified helmet. But like. Right. Nate, you know, Nate's Nate's on it, and actually the two guys after him were on it. On uh, this guy's not. I thought maybe he even had a cigarette in his mouth, but he didn't. That would have been interesting. I've seen it. Yeah. Um, but it, anyway, is there anyone you want to you want to thank? You know, do you have sponsors Everyone. that owe you money, like Northeast Bad Boys? Northeast like, Bad Boys, dude. You have to check, guys. <laughs> hey, yeah, they're here. We can go work yeah. it out of them. Um, but anyway, seriously, is there anyone you want to thank? And any any uh, oh, anyone that's starting to recognize you that you really just appreciate my mom, the help? My dad family everyone for helping me and being supportive you know can't thank them enough um Keen and dylan for letting me tag along as like young shit and just like yeah getting me into it and keeping me going and being right. awesome role models and mm-hmm. i don't know yeah definitely everybody that has allowed anything to that i've ever been able to do it happened happen you know <laughs> i gotta tell you, you you've been doing so well but i was like how am I ever going to run across Jamie Cooper else? You know, like it's this, this guy's not going to be anywhere I am because it, you, you really, I don't know if you recognize this, but you really, your name is in your, your ability to ride is, is really gotten some traction. Like a lot of people know about who you are. Um, so much so that I thought maybe you didn't even live around here anymore. Yeah. So it's, it, and I'm just talking about me being, naive to where you are uh yeah, yeah, yeah. physically where you where you live and all that but it's uh it, you're coming up pretty fast and pretty pretty hard so i, I think it's awesome Thank it's you. really Thank exciting you. it's been i mean just getting to ride those contests like the vans contest really good timing with them starting out and everything you know mm-hmm. right as i was kind of out of high school yeah um and yeah, it's just going to ride contests with all those people I've looked up to my whole life. It's, it's, it's been intimidating, and it's been a learning experience. And, yeah. Um, but, you know, I, every day, every every time I ride a contest like that, I'm just so shocked by it. all yeah. the people I'm riding with and the people right. I'm hanging out with. And, like, yeah. just to get some of those dudes and be able to call some of those guys friends. And, and, and that is pretty amazing uh, because not to... Not to stereotype your age, but at 21, that's pretty awesome to have those kind of connections. Yeah. You know, and, and they're true connections. They're not, you know, they're they're deeper deeper than just, hey, if this guy knows of this guy. You know yeah. what I mean? I so, mean, literally, going through that injury in Spain was, there was a lot. I was in the hospital for, like, four nights. Um, yeah. And, like, couldn't speak to anyone. And I was, luckily, right next to the hospital, or mm-hmm. right next to the skate park was the hospital. Really? Yeah, so I was, like five minute walk so I had you know tons of people coming and visiting me but like even like you know like Daryl Nah came and visited me and I was like yeah. oh, shit Daryl Nah like, yeah yeah and, like Sergio came over to help like like with like the language barrier yeah and like like the whole van's crew and everybody holy shit that guy's got a cigarette in his mouth that one does alright I, I knew I saw a cigarette in the mouth of somebody oh my god Anyway, sorry. Oh my god. But <laughs> this cool. is the beauty of having an interview at the trails. It's been but. so surreal just getting to hang out with all those guys. Rob right. Is, you know, it's a dream come true for sure. And yeah. Just, I mean, the more you do it, the more fun it gets, and the more you know everyone and yeah. something like that. Yeah. Just seeing all those people that I've looked up to, or like, you know, 
seeing how it's doing and checking in on me right. and like come right. by and visit it, it meant so much and yeah. just really well, feel like you're a part of something that's pretty cool and you're probably known more than you give yourself credit for so these people appreciate you and, and they know when you're not there they know when you're hurt and you're missing and yeah. you know Daryl's the best at that Daryl is the best at taking the time to uh, just to to Actually show appreciation. Like yeah. Really, yeah, Daryl's a great guy. Yeah. I know how many texts this guy gets, and he'll still drop me a text back. Yeah. And it'll be like, you know, I, I don't say this, but I'm like, you know, I know how busy you are and how many texts there are on your phone. Yeah. And you still took the second to even throw me a heart, like you acknowledge what I said. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of people feel that way about you, and especially because of the Van series, you've met so many people from around the world. So having you hurt, like Sergio, that's you're missing. Like you, people know that you're not there. You know what I mean? It's happening without you, and yeah. and they're bummed out, and they know that you would want them to carry on and and all. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens next series because this one wrapped up and. It'll start again when before we wrap this uh, up. Sometime uh, in the spring. Um, spring is when it starts. Yeah, they're switching up next year. Okay. We have a lot of different places. Yeah. Um, new parks and stuff. And I don't think they're exactly sure where, when. But right, right. But, you know, they just finished the last one like two yeah. weeks ago. Right, 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 right. These dudes have so much work to do. And right. Like, it's so successful. You could only assume they're going to have maybe a little more in the U.S., um, but definitely more around the world. Yeah. For sure. Definitely so, um, gotta say, some of the, like all the events, like in Mexico and Spain and stuff, the crowds are just insane there. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I've been to a bunch of U.S. contests and it's nothing compared to like yeah. that. Just the whole like culture and everyone's so psyched to see all the big name pros and everything. And yeah. it's like the energy is crazy. Yeah, yeah, pretty sweet. Definitely. Good way to end it. Uh, it's been a pleasure to get to yeah, know you. You know, this is this is cool. You're a New Englander. You're just a. I think Andrew uh, Christopher just realized. Oh, wow! There's a podcast going on at the top of the turn. But uh, anyway, I I really appreciate you. I appreciate what you've done, and uh, I wish you all the best healing up. And definitely hope to see you around. And taking the time to sit down. Oh, absolutely, my pleasure. All right, thank you, and uh, I've got to say thank you, Powers Bike Shop, for sponsoring the podcast, and. Thank you all the listeners because I think everyone knows by now I'm just doing this as a hobby and a lot of people are getting a lot out of it. So uh, I appreciate you listening and uh, sorry, we're being like way distracted by this trail jam at Oakwoods. This is crazy. But uh, thank you, Derek Witt and uh, the other Derek and Dimitri for making this happen because this has been a uh, quote a day. It's been crazy. Let's let's go see it close up. Yeah, we've almost been hit twice. We may as well just go stand in front of the middle of the jump. But uh, thanks again, Jamie. I I appreciate it. All right.